In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel the angel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how could this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and now is in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for their census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judah, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. The shepherds were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. This is the last week of Advent. When we first started, we were learning the different attributes of God. The first week, we, we celebrated hope. 
and we learn that and we remember that the hope that we have isn't the same doubtful hope that I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. But our hope is an assurance. Our hope was solidified by our Savior coming to earth. But what did a Savior come and save us from? The Savior came to earth because something contrary to what He is had filled us. We were created to be with our Father, God, and us as humankind made the wrong choice. By our free choice, we turned away from God. But not only has God instilled hope in us for Him, but He always had hope for us. And He sent His hope, His Son Jesus here, to earth. And through that hope, we have peace. Because I've been saved, I have a Savior, I've asked Jesus to take over my life, I now have peace. Peace with myself, but also peace with my Father. For He has made me righteous, right standing in His presence. Because of his hope, I have my peace, and that peace is now filled me with joy. Just like the song we sing, the joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. We've all lived in this world and see what the world has to offer. Some of us, like me, it took a little longer to realize what the world had to offer. Is nothing. Is emptiness. And it fails miserably in comparison what Jesus has for you. Which brings us to this week is love. It's because of all these different things that Jesus came here because he loved us. And uh, Vicki and Dixie, if you will come down and, and read to us about love. Love. The fourth candle of Advent is the candle of love. Its light is, the, is meant to remind us of the love that God has for us. Jesus shows us God's perfect love. It's God's love in human form. The Bible says that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Love is patient. Love is kind and envies no one. Love is never boastful or conceited, rude or selfish. Love is not quick to take offense. It keeps no records of wrong. It does not gloat over other people's troubles, but rejoices in the right, the good and the true. There is nothing that love cannot face. There is no limit to its faith, to its hope, to its endurance. Love never fails. We light this candle today to remind us of how God's perfect love is found in Jesus. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. 
For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. And this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that He first loved us and sent His Son to redeem us of our sins. But God demonstrates His own love towards us in that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. For God who said, Light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. And for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is also one of the rare times, happens every so often, that Christmas Eve falls on the last Sunday of Advent. So we have the first week, hope, and then peace, and then joy, and this week is love. And today is Christmas Eve, the night we celebrate. <laughs> and we get to light the Christ candle. Darkness tried to overcome this world, but God had other plans. Evil thought it could win, but God used it to show his love towards us. Evil always thinks it'll triumph, but God will never fail. What he chooses and what he says will never pass away. A lot of us think during this time, why, why would God, if, he, if God is in control, why would he do this? Or why did this happen if God was in control? And I know a lot of you know this, but God can only be in control what we allow him to be in control of. So this world was created and we are put here to be with our God. And in, in Genesis, it, was, it says that God came down into the garden and walked with Adam and Eve. So God, they actually saw God and they would walk with Him. And then Adam and Eve decided to do something that God told them not to do. And because God is all holy and anything that has to do with sin would perish, would burn up, would no longer exist next to His holiness. God had to go away and He had to close off the garden. And now sin comes into the world and now, from Adam and Eve on, everyone that's born has been born into sin. And that's why we need a Savior. And God didn't stop there. He didn't say, um, you know what, I had all this created for you. You messed it up. Just get away with me. Get away from me and I'll try again with somebody else. No. God, who knows everything from the beginning of time, knew that when He created the world and put Adam and Eve in there, that they were going to sin against him and, and do something wrong. But yet he still chose to do that. Why? Because he knew that he was going to show his love for them and for each one of us by sending his son, Jesus, to die for us. You say, well, why do I need somebody to die for me? Because there has to be some sort of payment for that sin. 
I didn't create these rules. I'm just telling you what it says. And if there has to be a payment for sin, and whatever God says has to be done, that's where Jesus comes in. God says, you know what? I know there's a payment for sin. But if you come back to me, I will pay that for you. And still to this day, he's offering that. And it's a free gift. All it takes is your yes. And then the fun part comes in, right? And then it's every day giving up what you think you wanted forever for whatever it is he wants. The plans that I thought I had for myself to whatever he knows is good for me. So when the world thought it was overcoming this beautiful gift of mankind that God created, and evil thought it won, in the darkness of night, a baby's cry pierced the sound, and now a Savior was born. And it's through him that we'll be saved as well. few songs to sing. They're not up there, but you'll know them.
was brought into the darkness and now I've been saved heaven has come to earth and now I'm saved too and now I get to bring heaven down to earth what does that mean? means healing for those that are sick or afflicted. It also means bringing hope into hopeless situations. Bringing peace to those who are turmoiled. Those that are down, I get to bring joy. Those that need it have never felt it, I get to bring love. The characteristics of Jesus are contrary to this world. So when we bring heaven down to earth, what we're doing is bringing the characteristics of Jesus to a situation that wouldn't have known it otherwise. That's why we're here. That's why I accept the light of Jesus. So Jesus came here now I get to accept him. But I don't get to stop there. When I bring the characteristics of Jesus into all these different situations, I'm now bringing his light to someone else. And now that person knows the light of Jesus. And they pass it on. In all these different situations where we thought there was no hope and there was no peace there was no joy or love
faster and faster the light pierces the darkness. It started with one, and then two, and then four, eight, six, and then goes on and on and on. This can be a crazy time of the year. It can be a sad time of the year. Or it could be a joyful time of the year. You get to choose. We're not dumb. We know that this life is hard sometimes. Things don't always go as the way we planned it. But if we always have Jesus as number one in our life, and everything we do has Him as our goal, we're never going to be alone. And even though we may go through certain things, we're never going to lose our hope. We never lose our joy. We never lose our peace. And God will never take his love from us. Don't forget to spread all this this year. When you're out in Walmart, I pray you don't have to go to Walmart today. But everywhere you go, you take this light. Remember that. Do it on purpose. Don't forget, in order to, to, to show the world these characteristics, you're going to have to be put in situations where you're going to have to show patience and love and kindness and forgiveness. You're going to have to show those when you don't want to. And and when the world says that you have a right to not do that. Recognize those situations. Be thankful that God has put you in those situations. Because now you can show what Jesus would do. And what Jesus has done for you. you and keep you. May his face always shine upon you. May you carry his light in every situation you go to. May you be bold and courageous and back down from no situation but bring Jesus into it. And may your boldness and your kindness and your love and your patience and your joy and every characteristic of Jesus not stop with you, but carry on to every generation from you.